electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is Squawk Pod, the daily podcast brought to you by the team behind CNBC's Squawk Box. On today's episode, what else? We're talking food. Whether you're cooking or going out, inflation is on the menu. This holiday, we're checking in with restaurateur Cameron Mitchell, and he's ready for whatever 2022 brings. People just want to get back together and enjoy each other's company and celebrate the holiday season. So we're expecting a fairly strong finish for 2022. A candid look at the pressures on cooks, consumers, and business owners. In my 42 years in the restaurant business, this is the worst cost environment I've ever operated. I've never seen this before. And what that cost crunch is cooking up for 2023. Next year, if we do hit a recession and sales do start to decline, we'll see a dramatic pinch to our margins. I'm CNBC producer Katie Kramer. It's Thanksgiving, November 24th, 2022, and Squawk Pod begins right now. Ah, Thanksgiving. Mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, stuffing, pie, and inflation. Economic pressures have forced many shoppers to lighten up their grocery carts in 2022. Not just for the holiday, not just for home cooks. Food costs are up about 10% for the year, according to government data. So here at Squawk Box, to learn more about it, we called someone with boots on the ground in America's heartland. Restaurateur Cameron Mitchell, who runs eateries in 14 states and Washington, D.C. Good morning, Becky. Thanks for having me on this morning. I'll tell you. We first spoke with Mitchell in March of 2020, a week after the WHO declared a global pandemic from the coronavirus. He had to lay off almost all of his employees. By Friday, our total of 4,500 associates, as we call them, will be down to six. 17 days ago, I thought our business was in great shape and doing great. And today, it's closed. It was a scary, strange time. Remember your first foray into the world during lockdown? It's a little odd walking in a restaurant and seeing uh, plexiglass uh, over your host stand. The host looks like they're in a penalty box <laughs> of a hockey game. Weird, surreal, even now to think about it, and honestly, pretty upsetting. Yeah, I think we're going to survive, but it's going to be a while before we get out <laughs> of the hospital. But get out of the hospital, they did. We kept checking in with Cameron Mitchell, who operates all of his restaurants independently, through everything through Omicron, through Delta, and through the first round of federal stimulus in November 2020. We need the stimulus package and we need the PPP uh, renewed at its, its, its level, which saved us. I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you today if we didn't get it last time. And then the next round of stimulus in August 2021. We're looking for a second round of PPP to help us get through the other side and help us sustain for the future. A pandemic and the global aftershocks have been a challenging time for entrepreneurs like Mitchell. This past February, right around the 23 mark of COVID, Mitchell said inflation had created the highest cost environment he'd ever seen. It's the highest cost of goods I've ever operated in my 42 years in the restaurant business. That is highest till, well, 
today. He's grateful to be here to still be a business owner, but it has not been easy. Here's Becky Quick with Cameron Mitchell. The effects of inflation hitting the restaurant industry, as we all know. Operator Cameron Mitchell says that it has actually, the cost of goods has increased by 9.5%. Hourly labor is up 10%. As a result, the company has increased prices 7% and profitability is down 8%. Joining us right now is Cameron Mitchell. He's the founder and CEO of Cameron Mitchell Restaurants. We've been keeping up with Cameron all through the pandemic as restaurants were forced to close, as you had a very hard time getting labor. Cameron, it's been like the, the book of Job. What, what, what's going on at this point? How are you doing? How's your company faring? Well, good morning, Becky. It's a pleasure to be with you today. You know, we uh, we head into this holiday season. We really got to contrast it back against uh, 2021. Uh, Omicron hit in 2021, December. And by the middle of December, we had large parties dropping and canceling left and right. Uh, New Year's Eve, which is our busiest day of the year, uh, ended up being pretty slow. Uh, we were taking anything that would call. So this year, uh, the forecast is very strong for a holiday season. We have our large party business uh, is up uh, almost 70% over last year, which is a great sign. Business lunches are back. Uh, people just want to get back together uh, and enjoy each other's company and celebrate the holiday season. So we're expecting a, a fairly strong finish for 2022. That's great news. I mean, just wrap it up for how your profits look right now, how your revenue looks relative to pre-COVID, let's say the 2019 numbers. Well, I got to say, uh, you know, in my 42 years in the restaurant business, this is the uh, worst cost environment I've ever operated. I've never seen this before. Um, we've had to uh, take a fairly aggressive pricing strategy. We're normally up 3.5% uh, a year. We've doubled our, our prices. Uh, with that said, though, uh, our, we take a, uh, two price increases a year, one spring and one fall. In this fall price increase, we took uh, just our normal price increase of 1.5% to 2%. So uh, we feel we're getting some relief a little bit on the cost of goods side. Uh, labor seems to have, uh, it's still up, uh, by, uh, but it's calmed down a little bit. Um, it's not uh, rising as rapidly. So uh, from a workforce standpoint, we're, we're where we are pre-pandemic, uh, about 95% staffed. We do have a lot of overtime across the company right now, which is adding to our cost. But overall, thank goodness the sales are holding or consumers holding. Uh, in fact, uh, this week will be our uh, highest revenue week uh, in the history of the company, non-holiday week. So, and now a lot of that is due to price, but uh, we're still experiencing uh, uh, aggressive, uh, you know, good, solid traffic within our restaurants. So revenue at the highest levels. What about your margins? Margins are down slightly, but uh, down on a higher level of uh, sales. So we're doing okay. And I still always concerned about uh, my uh, independent brethren out there that maybe not haven't enjoyed the same sales we do because uh, the costs, uh, you know, everywhere uh, uh, below sales are, are just, you know, uh, have been skyrocketing. So, but it seems to now that I think uh, it might have plateaued. So um, we didn't want to take any additional price uh, out of, outside our normal increases because we do feel our consumer is probably at their limit uh, uh, in, in terms of tolerating price. Uh, they know we need to charge more, um, but we again, we, we are back to our normal pricing strategy, I should say, as we head into 2023. Cameron, what, what happens if there's an economic downturn, um, as a lot of people are predicting for next year? If, if the customer really gets pinched and stops coming in, do you eventually bring your prices down if inflation cools? How, how do you, how, how can you maneuver? 
you know, I've worked through many recessions uh, in my history and, and, and typical recession, you know, as sales drop, uh, so does uh, demand or demand drop, so does pricing. So, you know, we, we our margins are albeit lower on sales are still uh, hold pretty good. Uh, I am concerned what keeps me up at night is uh, next year, if we do hit a, a recession and sales do start to decline uh, in a typical recessionary environment uh, with these high costs, uh, we'll see uh, a dramatic uh, a pinch to our margins. On top of that, uh, we have our interest costs are, are uh, definitely uh, up almost 4% over uh, where they were this time last year. So we're concerned and watching our keeping an eye on that too. That just exacerbates the problem uh, if we hit into a, 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 a strong recession. How, how many restaurants do you have again, Cameron? I know you're located across the country. We have uh, 60 restaurants right now, coast to coast. And is this a time when you've added restaurants? Are you looking to expand? Are you just kind of holding on and hoping to get through? No, we're still being opportunistic. Uh, we're opening our largest, uh, our new flagship restaurant in Las Vegas in April. Now we committed to that restaurant over a year and a half ago, so we weren't expecting to be in this position. But we have a number of other restaurants uh, opening. We are opening uh, uh, Cento here, fine dining Italian restaurant in Columbus, our home market, which is our hundredth restaurant we've opened since we started in 1993. So we're pretty excited about that. But uh, um, you know, it, it's uh, we're still growing. We now, with that said, we did uh, a drop one restaurant on the next year and another one on in 24 uh, from our plan to. Uh, uh, just be a little more conservative as we move forward. But a lot of the restaurants, we you know take a long time forward commitment. So we've been committed to our, our growth for the most part uh, in 23 uh, a year ago. So um, there's nothing but uh, moving forward and, and executing uh, uh, great openings here in 23. Cameron, it's been really a pleasure. Um, I'm glad to hear you doing well, but kind of showing us how entrepreneurs really need to adjust with the times constantly. We appreciate everything and, and hope to see you again soon. Well, thanks, Becky. Appreciate you. And we're uh, uh, somewhat, somewhat optimistic about 2023. I hope it pans out. And we do too. Glad to hear it. From pit lane to podium, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is providing fans a race day experience at the speed they deserve. With the help of T-Mobile for Business, our 5G advanced network solutions are powering race day operations with event-wide connectivity. From streamlined gate entry to an immersive app, giving fans blazing fast access to the sport they love. This is accelerating innovation. This is the Las Vegas Grand Prix with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. That's Squawk Pod for today, this Thanksgiving holiday. Thank you for listening today and whenever and however you do. We are so grateful for you. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. This podcast is produced by me, Katie Kramer, Cameron Costa, and Zach Felici. Our editors are John Lazaration and Rafael Gonzalez. 
If you've been listening for a while, let us know what you think. We're on Twitter at Squawk CNBC, or if you'd be so kind, rate and review Squawk Pod on Apple Podcasts. Come on, give us five stars or share your feedback. That helps other listeners discover what we do. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.